It's Jim. It's the world of bonds. It's Friday, the 23rd of February, 2024. This is for professional investors only. Never, ever investment advice. Now, thank you all for all the suggestions for the Economics 101 uh, playlist that's now up on Spotify. Um, I'm having to be a bit strict about what goes in there or not. Um, A simple mention of money isn't enough to get on the list, but I do think that money's too tight to mention by Simply Red does qualify as having some more general economics interest. After all, it does talk about old age pensions in there as well. And whilst I initially rejected ABBA's money, money, money on the list, my wife did point out that that song is really about the gender pay gap and therefore it is worthy of economic interest. So that's gone on there too. I am rejecting, though, general critiques of consumerism as, um, you know, that's just too common a theme in pop and rock music and there are loads of them. But um, I have put as a kind of proxy for all of them, uh, Oh Lord, Won't You Buy Me a Mercedes-Benz by Janis Joplin. So that's on there. And Harsh But Fair, if I haven't heard of the band before, it doesn't go on the list. So unfortunately, Alexander Zemek Parkinson here We Go by Stacker Bow may well be about Keynesian spending dynamics, but um, I do need to do my Stacker Bow homework before it even gets some consideration for that list. Never heard of them. Right, so how did this week go for Goldman Sachs, trademarked uh, most important stock in the world ever, NVIDIA? Well, After some pre-match nerves, remember the day before the uh, results came out, the stock was down about 4% or so, the results were great. Um, Jim Reid of Deutsche Bank points out that the rally after the results were released added $277 billion to Nvidia's market cap and that makes it the biggest gain in one day for any company ever. And this provoked an everything rally. I mean, first of all, in kind of tech-related AI stocks, but really it spread to all risk markets, whether that's credit stocks and obviously including Japan, which finally retook and overtook that 1989 stock market high after all these years. So when we think about bonds, when we think about credit, credit indices are flirting with 50 basis points spread for investment grade, 300 basis points spread for high yield. And whilst most fundamental credit analysts suggest that there's not a lot of value on any historical measure here, there is a melt-up feel to risk assets at the moment. And in equities, I guess the talk is all about the AI boom and that kind of the, the, the disconnect with any... Um, any need for a fundamental valuation anchor is kind of reminiscent of the dot-com era. Um, that doesn't mean that the, we're not nearer the start of that kind of uh, melt-up process than the end. So do watch your eye. Does NVIDIA matter to the Fed, though? And on the face of it, we are starting to see some of the investment banks move back their forecasts for the first Fed cut. I saw some this morning push it back from May to June, um, having already been pushed back from March. So, you know, the idea that in the short term, these animal spirits do have a, a positive wealth effect, um, you know, is, is, is going on, albeit the wealth effect mainly impacts those already wealthy and therefore have a very low marginal propensity to consume. So it won't have a dramatic impact on... Um, consumption necessarily but uh, incidentally I did see a wild tweet 
from George Peaks uh, the other day showing the statistics that there are now 20 times more millionaires in the United States than there are people working at the minimum wage, which um, I haven't really got my head around at the moment, but is quite a staggering statistic. Anyway, so we, you know, we are going to see some sort of wealth effect in the short term, some sort of animal spirits perhaps from companies um, as well, and general optimism, confidence, all of those sorts of things. But UBS did put out a note yesterday suggesting that what is going on with NVIDIA and AI will result in a new investment boom and therefore trigger higher real interest rates, i.e. they are suggesting that R star, the long-term neutral rate of interest, is going to rise as a result of AI optimism and the dash into AI. Um, they quote these lines from NVIDIA's results. So here's a direct quote. Accelerated computing and generative AI have hit the tipping point. Demand is surging worldwide across companies, industries and nations. Um, and demand for NVIDIA's products is coming from every sector of the economy, continue to quote. Demand for data processing, training, inference from large cloud service providers and GPU specialised ones, as well as from enterprise software and consumer internet companies. Vertical industries led by autos, financial services and healthcare are now at multi-billion levels. So everybody is seeing NVIDIA's results and you know the trend and are realising that this is not something they can ignore. You can't stand still here. You are going to have to invest heavily, heavily, heavily in AI just to stand still in the global economy. And therefore, this is a, a new source of things they're going to have to invest in. And therefore, the cost of capital is going to have to rise. They're going to have to borrow or issue equity, raise capital somehow in order to stand still in the global economy or get out competed by new entrants and the big cloud-based companies etc already have this infrastructure um i do have some issues with this argument that our star is necessarily going to um, go through the roof as a result of this because surely the impact of some of this investment is going to be disinflationary maybe over a slightly longer time scale so AI is going to be have an impact on maybe companies will be able to save some money on employment, labour costs could go down, call centres or where, wherever it may be, um, legal document people, all of the, the arguments you've, you've heard over the past few years. If AI is implemented at scale, then you know the whole point of it is for labour saving, and that should be disinflationary for wages and therefore consumption. And then you know we're also looking for AI to help us with some breakthroughs in science and technology that also reduce inflation. Um, I don't know what those might be, but you know, helping us with superconductors, helping us with. Um, fusion nuclear technologies etc to produce cleaner cheaper lower cost energy all of those sorts of things but there you go that that's one argument that ubs is saying actually nvidia's result is going to in, increase our star over the long term 10 year us treasuries today 4.35 and um you know they've been been on a rising trend throughout january and february up yesterday up today Finally, something small that I spotted in a Matt Levine economics column for Bloomberg Opinion a while ago. He said a few months ago in that column, he joked that the bar for investors suing 
for securities fraud has now become low enough in the United States that he said that maybe Meta's Mark Zuckerberg could find himself getting sued by shareholders if he got um, injured doing mixed martial arts, which is one of his hobbies, apparently. Um, so if he hadn't declared that in a risk in a regulatory filing, could an investor go after him if he got injured doing jiu-jitsu or something? Um, he said that in a joking way. Well, the next set of meta filings in its 10K statement uh, contains this wording. We currently depend on the continued services and performance of our key personnel, including Mark Zuckerberg. Mr. Zuckerberg and other members of management participate in various high-risk activities, such as combat sports, extreme sports, and recreational aviation, which carry the risk of serious injury and death. If Mr. Zuckerberg were to become unavailable for any reason, there could be a material adverse impact on our operations. So there you go. It also uh, obviously serves to make him look really hard. That's all for me. Have good weekends. Bye.